We're back. That was Prefuse 73. So, I guess, like, the first topic we're going to talk about is... Please. I'm, like, I listen to it. I'm not sure if any of you guys no, listen no, to it, but, like... I also have to where, pump it, you know? Yeah, Where man. Sheck West's debut, Mudboy, yep. came out. And, honestly, I've, I've... It took a couple listens, but I actually really, like, messed with it. I thought, it was, a, I thought it was a really cool project, honestly. Right, right. It, 
I would say, like, it's kind of gotten mixed responses, because, like, when you think of all the singles that came out, like, Live Sheck West, Dying Sheck West, yeah. Mo Bamba, of course, like, that's, like, he's always, he's coming in with, like, the heavy jams, but, like, with this one, he's trying to take that style and trying to have, trying to convey some emotion to it, some story. Okay. He had, like, that one song, Jiggy on the... Sh- like, I, yeah, yeah, where, yeah. It's like he basically tells like his entire life story, like his mom sending him over to like Senegal back, yeah. like back in Africa, yeah. like going through that all. And it's like, it's, I don't know. It's like it's hard to like kind of. It feels like especially with a debut album, it's hard to kind of get past like what people expect of you. So I guess like I just always wondered, it's like for you guys, what makes like a good debut for someone? Because I feel like especially on the rap side, like with a lot of singles, like when you get known for like singles and like different mixtapes. You get stuck in like a box, and it's hard for you to like break out that box. And that's feel like I feel like that's what's been happening for him a bit. Of course, he's still rocking it, but it's like yeah, word. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, man. I mean, you know, I was just bopping to that, you know, that nice little my boy on my way here. Oh my god, <laughs> that's amazing. What's well, only Shaq could rock that, yo? But I mean, well, facts, actually, fun fact about Shaq, you know, Shaq is actually like a nickname of his whole name. I can't pronounce it, so I'm not even going to try to. But, yeah, you know, about the beautiful project. I mean, I rock with it. Um, I gave it, like, the first listen. I gave it a second listen earlier today. And like you said, like, it's his style, but he's trying to put it into a nice little story. The way I would put it is that he's making, like, a collection, you know, of what he's doing. I really do rock with it. Um, I also do respect where he comes from. I feel like that's a big part of, like, mm-hmm. the style of music that he plays. You know, you got to understand he's also, like, a baller turned rapper. You know what I'm saying? Word. And... basketball, dude, fashion. Like exactly, exactly, you know. And then he got some music. So I feel like that timeline definitely kind of, like, gives you a way of seeing how his music kind of is or how he goes by it. Um, definitely with tracks like WESPN, you know, mm-hmm. ESPN, uh, Kyrie, you know. Reference to my man's Kyrie, Mo Bamba. That's another basketball player. And, uh, yeah, like you said, it's just about his life. But the mixed reviews, I don't understand, too, because, like, I mean, he makes music. Yeah. His style, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't rock with that style, then, of course, you're not going to like it, you know? No, of course. So, the way I will put it is that, you know, he makes music the way he's going to make music. Who's ever going to rock with it is going to rock with it. I feel like it's just people like they just got too stuck with like they just think of Mo Bamba as like the only like impression about him so like they think like oh this album's about to be like a like like just like the biggest like right right you know it's it's about to be some it's about to be some turn up music it's about to be like on that level which is like but then we listen like Live Sheck West Die Sheck West it's like that same that has like the same kind of like energy that Mo Bamba has but like the lyrics like you have those bars where he's like talking about like roaches in the crib and all that like it's like 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 there's some depth to that. Like it's uh, like yeah, okay, I can like I can shout, scream, my ad libs are fire, but like I'm still gonna be talking real. Like, right. Yeah, oh yeah. Exactly um, I've only heard it like once so far, but I like it. I like I I, I mess with it so far though. Right. Right. I mean, I got for me to really absorb it and fully be able to discuss, I had to listen to it. I'd say at least one, maybe one or two more times. Right. right. But from what I've heard so far, yeah, for the, for the first time around, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I don't really get the I don't really get the mixed aspect of I. It's my. It's definitely. My, I mean, I'm not like this kind of style. His style, right, though. So right. for me, it's like respect the artist for who he is. No, exactly. Respect it for who he. Is. This is a pure uncut Sheck West. Yeah. Plus, it's like entirely self produced. It's self. It no is a, features whatsoever. Which it's is like, raw, that's like, especially like unfiltered raw Sheck West here. 
and I think it's maybe it's why maybe people are are maybe a little bit more mixed. It is probably the most like Shaq Westing he's done, but at the same time, I think that's what makes it so rich and so like interesting and kind of so stand out. At least for the release we've seen so far this year. You know, at the end of the day, I feel like it's all about perspective, right? Mm. And you know, you could view it as like, oh, this is some cool turn up music. I'ma use it for what I feel like it is, and I'ma turn up to it, right? And some people, you know, they approach music and rap in different ways. Mm -hmm. You probably want some bars here and there, right? Yeah. And, you know, let's face it. You're not going to get much, like, lyrical miracle spirituals from Obama. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you shouldn't expect that, too. Right. You know? Like, don't walk in with that perspective because you're obviously going to get disappointed. And, yeah. Like, even his rhyme scheme, it's, like, it's simple, but it gets... It does the job. It does the job. Yeah, yeah, he makes exactly. it work. He makes... He, exactly. he kind of... He, like... He bathes and, like, embraces simplicity, which makes it so, like... Interesting, I think. Yeah, Speaking we're... about it, too, Ooh. like, I almost forgot. Like, he is an artist. Oh, yeah. He does express himself in certain ways. I feel like, you know, if you're only looking at his lyrics, it's probably, like, at a surface level. Boom, boom, right? Because, like... You know, he signed in the Cactus Jack. I feel like Travis Scott saw something in him Word. that I don't know if you guys heard about it, but Travis Scott's Rage, you know, Shaq West even got lyrics. I forgot in what song. I believe it's Wanted. Could be mistaken, but he's talking about like why he says the B word a lot in his songs and like why he makes music in general. It's kind of a way to like express his anger, express mm. his rage and things like that right. too. And you know, you hear his tone of voice. And all these songs, really, and just overall as an artist, if you like seeing his performances and things like that, this man look angry a lot. You know, he looked like he's pumped. He looked like he's ready to do something oh, like, yeah. like a gladiator. I'm looking but, at his fader photos right now. He just looks like really determined. Yeah, all of them. man. Yeah. I remember time. like, I remember seeing this thing on Twitter where it was like, it was like comparison. It had like Mud Boy, the cover art from Mud Boy, and then next to it, it was like DMX is the blood of my blood yeah it yeah. was like okay like i like that's a good comparison because like comparison. you look at dmx and it's like okay he's always in this box where it's like you just think ragers yeah yeah you yeah. always think ragers but when you actually listen to it it's like he's really talking about some like deep like cuts there like he's talking about like like what's really going on in his like emotions like what's really going on in his head just his life all all the personal struggles and all that like it's like it's more than just like yo let me like let me get this crowd pumped or let me get right. you pumped right now right right yeah that's definitely true, man. Word, word. Ooh. I guess. Um, so how I do you think? Because I know, like, especially if an artist has, like, a great debut, there's always, like, the sophomore slump thing where it's like, oh, the second album comes uh, around, like, is about to be, like... <laughs> it's hmm. like, you. it just brings it up to, like, the expectations rising further. It's like, can you keep the momentum going? You about to fail right now? You about to drop? Or is like... Right, right. Yeah. You know, I definitely get what you're saying. <laughs> um... Depending on what the general consensus is, I don't really know. But for me, when I approach like an artist's second album, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, I was well invested into the first album. Right. I will give the, the same time and attention to the second album, right? Yeah. Word. I mean, I'm not going to compare it to the first album in a certain way of saying, oh, this will determine its like greatness, right? Because I feel like albums stand alone. And uh, unless they're a continuation, maybe, then you're allowed to really, like, compare them more, or at least in my eyes. But um, sophomore slump, I mean, you only really got a slump in my eyes if you didn't evolve as an artist and, like, your style really isn't working anymore. Like, you're falling back on the same kind of... Yeah. Post Malone. Yeah, <laughs> you think Posty didn't work? 
Not a, he didn't evolve on his new album. Okay, I mean, I don't think I think a little bit maybe, but I feel like he really it's kind of sto- in my when I listened to it, it was a stony part too. I feel like he. But I think maybe, that's because he knows what his style. Yeah, you know, like, that's, that's his he knows, style. Like, True, but like I would have liked a little more involvement from that. Okay, yeah. right, that's fair. But you know, uh, I think I gotta agree with Delvin here. Um, I mean, you know, the style works for him. I like those nice oh, yeah. little melodic. Right. Chill hip hop vibes, you know. If I hear this, like, I wonder what that could evolve into. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, like maybe down the line he might deviate, but for the most part, it's like it, it works so far. It it's works working. so far. Yeah. It works so far. No, right. And if the people aren't looking for it, you know, then I guess it's his time to go. But hopefully, he got his core fan base. He could always work towards. Yeah. I feel like hype's kind of all the hype with debuts or just like albums in general has just kind of ruined it. Like, it's to a point where, like, I'll actively avoid sometimes, like, talking about an album if I can. Because I know it's, like, I'm just raising the bar so much that I'm setting myself up to be, like, disappointed or be nitpicky about it. Mm, okay. Know? Yeah, it's like, you okay, know. It's like, okay, why can't I just enjoy this? Like, right. I'm expecting this to be, like, the next big thing or right, something. Right, right. Come on. Like, it's just one album out of, like, whatever, how many they already have. It's that like, is true. Good. Somebody they try to catch with that, I remember, like, early beginnings of it was to Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, yeah. Word. And, you know, people was like, oh... I don't like this album. This album ain't it. This is nothing like Good Kid, Mad City. Because, you know, they wasn't really messing with that jazzy vibe that he was coming with. But, you know, the album aged pretty well. And here it is. Regarded as one of the best albums of, like, the decade or something. So, you just got to give it time. You know, you actually got to approach it. Give it some time. Listen to it a little bit more. And actually think about what their person is saying. You could apply that to all kinds of albums. So, you think no matter what... Um, if an album is like the most or if there are two amazing albums one is incredibly hyped up one has literally zero hype uh, you think down the road hype won't matter at all to anyone because I don't remember anything that happened around Pim and Butterfly I don't remember any of the hype around it but I'm like I'm sure there was there was a lot of it so um, do you think people look back and say oh there was a lot of hype and it was really good you do know you think- I think it depends like if the album came with such hype and you delivered Mm-hmm. Then you know that just stands a lot stands alone. I feel like Astro is gonna be an album that says that you know it's a little bit too early to say, but overall it's still a pretty good album. Um, but um, you know, if it doesn't have the hype and it ends up being a good album, then you know that's a way of looking at it as well. But if it has hype and it flops, then that's also gonna stand alone too. Like you didn't make the cut, and you know it is what it is. So, we're we're gonna, you want to go to the song? Do you want to go to Playboy Cardi? Yeah, yeah, we got a song from... Bring it to Cardi! From an amazing debut. Oh, man. <laughs> Followed up right before... Playboy Cardi. By an amazing mix. Okay, yeah. It's just, this debut? It's just a... Yeah, it was his debut album before Playboy Cardi was his debut mixtape, apparently. Okay. Which I got confused by. Okay, okay, interesting. That, album, that was weird, but it was, like, expected, but amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved it. It was a good album. Die lit, man. Die lit. <laughs> yeah. Bleach, little boy did my bleach. 
he met shit. So I slapped him. I need hop in the coop, yeah. The beat gon' start in the clip, yeah. I need pop me stop, yeah. Got to start, yeah. All of my diamonds they flash, all of my diamonds legit. All of these diamonds they cost it. Play um, by accident Scorpion, there. You know, aside the people like him. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah how, do, how do you feel about Drake? We got him. Feel about oh, Drake man. as a whole? Oh man, I can't enter these discussions right now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone into many discussions about Drake and as an artist overall. I think most of us. <laughs> Honestly, oh, you can do whatever he wants at this point. It's, it, it, it's true, man. I mean, like, is, like like him or hate him, like he's on top right now. Yeah, it? that is true. It's I mean, good. top of the rap game or, or just top, top of, of commercial game. Okay, yeah, like, okay. Yeah, I, I like see, see, yeah, see. Right. I rock with that. That yeah, is. There we go. That is true. Yeah. You know, he could do his thing. I respect him, but you know. Well, I think he has, like, he has good taste in, like, curation. Like, that's true. Artists. I wouldn't say, like, him, he himself. He's just good at, like, pointing things out, which is, like, you need that kind of person. You know? Right, right. You know, he is pretty good at pointing things out. I can't lie. Like, I, you know, at some point, Block B, uh, Block Boy JB. That was, I was, like, after that, oh, yeah. I dug into his, like, um, he came out with a semi. I think it was a mixtape, like a little while after that, and that I was about it. Honestly, like that's the first time I actually heard this dude, and I was like, okay, okay. I see okay. why you rock with him. Like, right, I see right, <laughs> right. Nah, man, Drake definitely, you know, he's definitely good at pointing out things like that. He has a history of it, but you know, I feel like him as an overall like hip hop rap artist, mm-hmm. you know, there's people above him. Oh and, yeah. yeah. You know, the thing is, though, like, the way fans pick it up now, fans are, they're putting him on too high of a pedestal, you know what I'm saying? And he's too much, he's more of a singer than he is a rapper, at the end of the no, day. I, that's always, like, I always, yeah, yeah, okay. I, 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 like, his yeah. singing, like, kind of, like, 
sing-songy sad boy type you know that's that's him yeah, that's really like, him. i feel i'm like spitting bars or whatever exactly like, i'd rather hear him try and put on like a fake jamaican like, oh my god then try and like <laughs> oh my god uh, that's just me though <laughs> oh yeah the fake uh dance hall <laughs> yeah exactly oh, word. I, I mean i kind of mess boom, with that boom, boom, you rock boom, with it boom, you rock boom, with boom, it boom, one dance was good one dance was good i i do mess with it i mean you passion know fruit's pretty good i mean passion fruit get together that's pretty okay get together yeah. I like mm. Yeji's version of Passion Fruit a little bit better than Trello is also kind of dope too. Mm, okay I'll give you that okay yeah. uh, man but you know what are some tracks you like out of Scorpion since we I like uh, I think um, Nonstop Stop. it's probably one of the best songs Stop. he's done in my oh, opinion yeah. it's so okay. simple the beat's simple it's flow simple but it works really well you on know, that track you know what I really think works about that song what? like you know how after every line there's like this muffled like gonna gonna right? Yeah, that works so well. Right? Oh my god. Yo, what? What? <laughs> like you go like really low all of a sudden. I love it. it right, right, it works. Right, it works for him, man. But I mean, it's like he's trying to get on the ad lib game, and he's like, okay, what? Well, I gotta, I gotta make this simple, but I can't go too. Right, like, right. But yeah, man. You know, Drake definitely he he on top. I feel like Kendrick is. Kendrick could definitely outbeat him if he wants to, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like a... I wouldn't say it's exactly like this, but I would say it's like... It's like a Prince MJ kind of deal going on. Where it's like, I would say... Mm. I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I would say, like, musically, in terms of, like, creating music, take. Prince is more on the side of, like, just, like, art-wise better. But in terms of, like, commercial success and, like, extending your reach, like, maybe... I don't, I don't know, that's a, that's a reach. But I, yo, 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 man. MJ's on, like, kind of like the... I don't know if you know this, but... I am a colossally huge Michael Jackson fan. Mm. Okay. Uh, right. I'm a very big fan of Prince as well. There we go. I just recently got their their albums on vinyl. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Good stuff. Um, I definitely do agree with you on the sense that Prince has some ups against Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I do feel like as an overall musician, just kind of knowing instrument instrumentation exactly, things yeah. like that. You know, I think Prince mastered like yeah. he mastered like over 32 instruments you know at the at adolescence too at that you know this man was musically gifted you know but michael jackson his talent honestly is unmatched you know what i'm saying which is like the same thing dancing his fashion i mean mean, prince too but like michael jackson though was like you know this man just has such a naturally good voice on top of that too and like Mm -hmm. i remember i saw this video of michael jackson one time his mic cut off in the arena yeah, and you could still hear his voice like echo through yeah, that right, right. You know? <laughs> like that's that's impeccable. You know, people should understand how well of a of a vocalist this man was too, dancer, entertainer. You know, the effort that this man put in, and he also made good music too. Like he wrote a bunch of his yeah, songs. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a bunch of those songs ended up being being pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think it was either him or one of his like frequent uh, writers, Rob Temperton, wrote Billie yeah. Jean. Which, you know, it stands alone as one of the greats. But overall, just know, probably, I'll give the edge to Prince. Like, knowing how to make music overall. Oh, crap, yo. This spiraled into uh, the whole Prince and MJ speech when it was no, all about Drake and Kendrick, man. you know? <laughs> it happens. It happens. I feel I was, like, all, I always viewed, like, even, like, bringing back, like, Kendrick is just obviously better at his craft. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, like, entertainment-wise, like, it's just a juggernaut. Like it's hard to touch him. It's hard. He's got a. He's got the presence. He's got like. He's got the presence. He's the champagne pappy. 
<laughs> so we have yeah. we have uh, we have Sarah calling in from Chicago. Sarah, Sarah, come on! So we're gonna we're gonna see if we can get her on the oh, air, wait. and then she's gonna join in the conversation. Yeah, so let's her? get yeah. this going. Hi. Hey, uh, you can hear oh. me. Yeah. Can everyone else hear her? Yeah, I can. Hear I can, I can you guys hear can kind of hear her. We can hear. Yeah. So you're on the yeah. air right now. Nice. You're Hello. on the air. Oh, that's like calling nice. in from Chicago. I'm... This is a first for press yes. play. Oh my god. I am Sarah Kamora. I am the music <laughs> editor at the press. <laughs> I am in Chicago right now. Hey Sarah. Yeah. Okay, that's that's better, right? We can work with this. Okay, yeah, we just gotta huddle hey, what's good? Huddle like a basket Let's do game. it. Let's do it. <laughs> to all listen to me. Yeah. We can hear you enough that we we can we can make work. The people could see. Yo, it's it's Sarah it's <laughs> It's our Chicago correspondent, Sarah Kamara. You just ate a deep dish pizza. Did you visit the Onion yet? Yeah. It. I did not visit the Onion. I don't know where the Onion is. Oh, God. Okay, whatever. What is the Onion? Wait, the the paper. The They're site? in Chicago. Oh, I thought they were in New York or something. I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> this is a music show, though. That's true. So? Oh, my God. Oh. It's, it's because of that. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, so, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What are you guys talking about? I'm jumping in. Well, our next topic we were we have on the on the chart. Well, well, according to the chart, um, we <laughs> he gets it. Uh, wild card topic. Um, okay, so I was re- so let's talk about this. Actually, I'm I'm curious to think about your thoughts on this. I was reading an article on Noisy uh, about uh, the song "I Like It" by Car. What's up? Oh, about the song "I Like It" by Cardi B, and uh-huh. it made it was by Gary Suarez. And it made an interesting point. It talked about how the song feeds into this weird trend of people enjoying music solely from a novelty perspective. You know, when I say music, I mean like music from like other people, like you know, like Latino music or like rap, and exploring it only from like a novelty standpoint on a surface level standpoint, without actually engaging with the music itself. You know, trying to look more into it, figuring out what it means, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, yeah. For example, what's the song that was in it? Give me one second. For example, um, the song the, the song that's um, I like it that I like it like that samples um, became bigger when it was featured in a Burger King campaign. So I wanted to know what your thoughts are on people from on people um, listening to other cultures' music, but only on a surface level of like. Just kind of like, oh my god, this is such a good song, Spring Break, but not actually engaging with it, like what it means. Like, someone might listen to, like, I Like It Like That, the original song, but some of, you know, they might not know who did it, what it even means, what, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I want to know your mm-hmm. thoughts on all that. Not just with that song, but really with that kind of music, with, you know, just music in general. Well, I think that we're always cycling through this question of, um, how hard are we thinking about something and does it matter to think hard about it? Right. I mean, obviously the answer is always yes, but um, oh. from from a broader standpoint, I don't I don't really know what the answer is. I feel like this like question comes up practically all the time. And this is a interesting case because I had no idea it was like there is an original song. Right. Wait, I guess, like, what do you mean, like, what did he mean, I kind of, I forget reading that piece, but, like, what do you mean by, like, novelty? It's, like, like it's kind of, like, just, like, a pop, like, it's yeah, a very forgettable thing, but it's no, not going to make you dive more into, like, Latin music in general, or, like, what do you They mean? think it, like, there's no really, like, you know, 
you might listen to, like, here's an example I'll use. So you might listen to, like, say, a song, but, like, you might listen to some, like, some song, but you might not know who, like, you might not look into, like, engage with it and what it actually is meaning or whatever. You might just, like, it might, it might just be party music to you, but it might not actually, Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's why, it's, like, always, It's like, a yeah. novelty. It's not, like, an actual, like, you're not, like, you might, like, some people might look at, like, say, Nirvana, like, this is, I mean, this article, this is an article where it's, like, you know, like, white people might look at Nirvana and, like, actually engage and be like, oh, man, this is such a deep thing, X, Y, and Z, but they might have do the same thing with, like, say, with a song like, I don't know, insert deep, you know, I don't know, like, dance hall rap song, whatever, here. You know what I mean? Well, right, I mean, Wait. I feel like uh, novelty will never be just novelty to some people. I mm -hmm. feel like because because this is introducing people to Latin style music, yeah. it'll stick in their minds that, oh, this is this style. It's kind of like Like, a, it was yeah. never anything else to me. It's kind of like a trickle-down oh, yeah, kind of like trickle thing where it's like, you kind of need these. Like, I know, yeah, it kind of sucks because it is kind of like a novelty thing. It does feel like a throwaway. Like, I'm just going to listen to this. Like, you know, it's going to be like a song you play at parties or like weddings or something like that. But at the same time, I do think you need those bigger hits for people, like, for it to become like more like popular. Noticeable. Exactly. Like, like right? noticeable, like becomes like part of the culture, comes right, accustomed, right. people get accustomed to it. It just becomes like a mainstream thing not like mainstream in a bad way but it's like you know people it just, just becomes popular you know you gotta exactly. make it reach to like a bigger set of masses and i feel like in order for that to happen it kind of got to be like mm -hmm. dumbed down for more people to understand but just to a previous point y'all made y'all said this song kind of introduces latin music like the song okay. i like it i wouldn't say it does it introduces it i mean you know to like a bigger audience yes, uh, i mean i wouldn't go that there's, far there's like, always been like, hits before plus i like, mean yeah. It's just, I guess, it's like right. the, the world we're living in. It's, is just it's I guess the, like, oh, sorry, it's naturally just gonna change. Go ahead, Sarah. Yeah. I mean, aestheticizing it does have is a double-edged sword where um, it's a positive effect where people get it introduced to music they might not listen to. Okay. But in turn, it does become kind of a novelty. Here's here's a quote from the article I want to read that kind of I think sums up what it's trying to say. I like it like that, the original 1967 version by Pete Rodriguez, undoubtedly meant something to Latino listeners in the U.S. and abroad in 1967. Yet even then, it served as a, as a tropical kitsch for white American audiences to consume and discard. Over the years, the song became better known for its usage in a Burger King campaign for its musical import and the caliber of the performers behind its versions. Seeing the immensely talented Bad Bunny approaching the zenith of the Billboard singles chart on the subliminalized back of a damn Whopper combo feels more than a little bit triggering. What are your thoughts on that statement? That's kind of, I think, where the, the crux of, I think, this piece right here in this whole, like, combo. I mean... I'm retreading again, I'm sorry, I'm just like... I guess, like, I get what he's saying. Like, I think he just has, like, more of an issue of, like, how... It's being, like, used and, like... No, spread. it's, like, commercial ways, or, like, com like, having it, like, that's the only entryway into it becoming popular. Like, I get maybe that's, like, that's, like, his gripe kind of deal, but, like, mm -hmm. like, like I said, like, I think you need that. Like, I think hip-hop's kind of gone through the same thing where it's, like, you just have, like, these, like, specific hits from, like, the late 90s, early 2000s that were, like, that, like, for, <laughs> for, like, the people, like, out in, like, wherever, not in, like, the cities or whatever, like, out in, like, suburbia or, like, in right. rural areas, like, that's hip-hop to them. But at the same time, like, you need that. Like, there's going to be that kid who's going to listen to that, like, pop song or, like, that specific, like, hit song, and they're going to be like, oh, I want to look more into this. They might yeah. seek out cassette tapes. They might seek out CDs or, like, mixtapes or whatever. Or now yeah. it's like they might there just go There are sacrifices the be, like, to getting something to be like, it's popular. Like you, 
I, like I don't think it's like a ne I wouldn't say it's, it's a specific negative to have that like exposed in that specific way but like cause it's like how else are you gonna do it I guess like you, what, know, you just post it on the internet but like what else are you gonna do I feel like at the end of the day like the problem that people might have with this is probably like does this like degrade the music or degrade mm. the artist in any sort of way I feel like who's ever using this song for like a Burger King campaign they gotta understand like this is somebody's culture being represented here in a certain style to you know appeal to certain people and appeal to like multiple audiences I assume so you know you just gotta respect the song for what it is and don't try to degrade it I'm pretty sure in this campaign they didn't like make jokes of the song or no anything. it was just using the back I looked it up it's just using the background right right so you know I feel like I mean that way. I mean like I, I think that inevitably everything is going to come down to money um, as unfortunate as, and pessimistic as that is it really does come down to like we're not reaching this kind of audience so how can we reach this audience right and whether or not we think it's evil, it's just the way that it works in the Western world. Gotta get that move on. Yeah. said, uh, this is America. That's an example. I think he's listening. Wow, you're so edgy, Alosha! You're so edgy! <laughs> oh my god. I felt that scream from from far away. Yeah. From yeah. Chicago. Yeah. From Chicago. Yeah. But no, these are all good points we're making here, and I think that's a really, uh... That wasn't wind, that was Lewis's scream. So, yeah, I think that's a... I think it's a good way... Uh, we can either go to a new song or segue into another topic. What do you guys think? Uh, you know, that... Okay, if we haven't saying? already answered this question... Oh, go know, ahead. Like, like, with all the things we just previously said, like, is this a good or a bad thing, necessarily? It's, it's a double-edged sword, like Sarah said, in my right. opinion. I think it's, it's um, a... It's like a necessary... It's evil. a necessary evil. Yeah, it's like a... Yeah, it's I like, mean, I don't know if it's evil. Like, I think right it's now, it's like, thing. that's just the way it is. Like, okay. you kind of need it. I think as long as you're not, like... Like Javier said, as long as you're not, like, you know... Yeah, exactly. You degrading be, like, somewhat, it. Yeah, sensitive to as it. Lo as long as you're not degrading... Like, Burger King, I don't... They didn't really, like, make jokes. It was kind of just, like... They were just using like, the song. It's like, they, they probably done that like, with, like, a bunch of... The new Whoppers! Like, yeah, bet! You know what I mean? Nah. Which is, like, maybe you might... I don't know. Maybe, I guess, in the writer here case, you know, that might... For him, that might be good. And, you know, everyone's gonna have different thresholds for that, but... You know, longer, I think as long as that's the case, like, I don't see anything particularly, like, wrong with it. I mean, people are going to, you know, if anything, more people are going to hear that song now. Or, and maybe they will engage with it, and maybe they won't. But I think as long as people, you know, I think as long as the artist is being supported and getting credit where credit's due, mm -hmm. I feel like that's yeah. just, you can say about any type of music, you can say about, you know, anything, really, you know what I mean? Yeah, and just to make another point, I do too. think oh. it's oh. worthwhile to have that conversation anyways. What's up? I do think it's worthwhile to have that conversation anyways. Oh, of course. Is this damaging or not? Yeah, and just to add on too, like, should it be enjoyed would be a question. And I feel like, you know, music overall is an expression of the artist too. And however you choose to, like, express yourself within that music, you know, determines if you like it or not. Eat. We have some other topics here. Let's talk about it. Such as uh, nostalgia music. Oh, doing! That's a new or, guy we have oh on our God. staff. One he's of our, cool dude. just for like some context. Never met him, but he's cool, I'm sure. One of our writers <laughs> on staff, he actually uh, wrote this piece recently that I'll link when, whenever I post this on SoundCloud. Yeah, it's like, um, I forget the exact title, but it's um, looking, just go on the SP Press site. It's faster. Or you can do that. It, no, we're, we're you, Googling too. It'll give you a bunch of it. results. That's what I'm saying. Go to the SP Press site. But um, yeah, like he basically. 
like the main uh point of the piece is he was saying that it just felt like millennials and just uh gen, gen gen z in general they we don't have like a a very identifiable like music thing that we could like genre or, like just like music wave that we can point to it feels like everything's just kind of like a like almost like a conglomerate of different things put, put pieced together right. like there's so much nostalgia that it's like oh it's like you look at like shows like stranger like i'm just bringing it to tv like stranger things like that's a callback to everything in the 80s like you yeah. look at like all this like lo-fi kind of like old sounding like kind of like old aesthetic that people are trying to reproduce now okay. like like is there anything you can identify that it's like uniquely now you know, like, yeah, it's, like that's yeah. the main point of the piece. That's what, or that's that's at least that's why I took away from it. Really. really good piece, right? I don't know if I'll be <laughs> approaching this in any sort of particular way, but um, I feel like as millennials and Gen Zers, I feel like that's us, right? Yeah, you know, we definitely do got a musical identity. A musical identity being like something that you could relate to, right? Yeah, something yeah. that you could think about, something that you kind of could relate your life to in some sort of way like it affects your thought or something like that you know i don't know about millennials and gen zers as a whole yeah yeah but you know i could tell you a whole lot of people of color that could really vibe with you know hip-hop you know like 20 years ago hip-hop was seen as this thing that was a baby you know it was like 20 30 years of life now look at probably damn near 50 you know what I'm saying? Like maybe 50 years of hip hop. That's a timeline that you could look at. And you could grow, and it essentially could tell you something about yourself too. And I'll tell you right now, kind of like that. Live Shaq West, die Shaq West. You could live by hip hop. You could die by live hop. It's a culture right there. So you know, musical identity. I don't know if it's to the masses. Maybe it is too, because hip hop. You know, it's reaching out globally. But at the end of the day, I feel like that will be like our standpoint hip-hop or whatever it will evolve into mm-hmm. because you know yeah. it's always following the trends that's exactly what i thought it's just like even just based on numbers like hip-hop is still the number one genre right it's now like it's oh, yeah. it hasn't reached that since didn't reach that in the 90s it was still kind of like a like going back to your piece it was still kind of like a novelty thing like right, i remember right. like seeing like an old like abc clip that was just like the most it was so cringy it was like trying to like introduce like hip-hop to the masses and like it went back to like the sugar hill gang and all this and it was like it was coming at it from like a very like oh wow look at all the like look at what's coming out of like this uh this like this part of the bronx right now right. Like, yeah it's, like, it's, it's very like it was like a very weird way to look at it now and it's like when you look now it's like every like you walk down the street a car passes by somebody's bumping like bumping Travis Scott, like, yeah, Kendrick. Yeah. like it's Sicko it's mode, just the yeah. norm now Oof. i feel like yeah weird exactly it's just the norm now like the culture it influences fashion it influences everything honestly that's like the main thing that i can identify like when people look back 20 30 years from now it's just gonna be that really people gonna love them drums man i'm telling you Mm. drums are too good they attract I need to learn how to produce, man. I'm telling you. For real. At the end of the day, oh, if fun, I man. become a my producer, God. y'all, my producer name will be Turntables. What is he at the end? <laughs> Please hold your audience, man. It's not hard to learn either. It's a pretty good thing to learn, actually. It is, you know. Practice some software right What now. do you think, Louis? Oh, and that comes back to uh, what Tuhi and I talking about in this piece is that, like, it's incredibly accessible to be a musician now. Oh. But, yeah. um, like, it's like, oh, like, it's, it's like another side of it where yeah. like, the, the intros, path to oh, getting there is still very it's still this very traditional thing 
because like he kind of intros with like him a point where like he remembers like showing like one of his friends a song he made and like they always kind of like kept talking about like oh it sounds like this or it's like oh it's like a kind of like a callback to this it was like and he right. talks about how like why can't it just stand on its own kind of deal which is I guess maybe that's just like a bigger thing it's like everybody's trying to like compare something to something else like you want like something familiar going on with it so wait I mean to clarify are you saying that if you want to identify towards something it has to compare it to something previously made or I feel I like is there a way like it can like something can just stand by itself though or is it like well I mean we'll always be categorizing things forever and to try to be uncategorizable mm-hmm. is still going to integrate influences that you inevitably have okay and he goes back to um he talks a lot about bedroom pop and how a lot of that is built on nostalgia for something like like handmade i guess yeah it's it's like a nostalgia for something that you didn't even experience Hmm. i don't know i mean to this Man, what would you say to this Javier that's a tough one honestly man Sarah's getting profound <laughs> no I'm totally kidding no I'm not kidding cause I mean like <laughs> approaching it in sort of like a traditional way mm-hmm. you know I don't feel like you have to necessarily do that in order to discover a musical identity I mean you know I'm pretty sure back in the day you had to actually learn instruments. You yeah. Know, you had to like learn brass, percussion, things like that. You know, nowadays I feel like that's just evolved into like, like how, how well versed are you in like different softwares? You know, how it's well. Like all you need is your you? laptop and you're your own. And like Ableton you know, or like yeah. FL Studio or whatever, and you can make sure. it. Think about it. You know, an iPhone or a smartphone in general just cuts away so many like oh, yeah. so many necessities that you previously needed you know like I feel like with the software and all the VSTs and all those things like they're just a more easier path to getting to that music that you want and I feel like you know just like how a smartphone gives you like this unlimited amount of resources like that software gives you an unlimited amount of resources to sound and you know with artists using that today I mean, it's just proving to, like, what they could do and the limits that we could push music into. Do you think, like, I don't want to say lazy, but do you think it's, like, with, like, you're saying, like, and I, like, I truly believe it, like, the possibilities are, like, the possibilities are endless. You could literally, like, you have all these options, you have, like, all these sounds to play with, all these plugins, and you could sound like anything, but at the same time, people always like sometimes like some artists they like to sound like something else they want to sound right kind of old or aged even though like the the whatever like they might be using the latest iphone or like newest macbook or whatever to make their make their music right right you know i definitely do agree like people who you know know how to use technology nowadays they're making their own things yeah and they're able to express themselves in ways that you know you really couldn't in like 20 30 years ago due to unlimited factors eat and yeah I mean, I definitely think that there's a huge possibility available to people who want to become musicians, but then there's also the other side of it where you have to be a personality, you have to have a... Oh, yeah, aesthetics, everything. And you have to be marketable, and we're all subconsciously learning how to market ourselves because we're all on the internet, we're all on social media, and you you can't really make it without 
these structures that we've never like we all that all harken back to like traditionally making it yeah yeah, yeah. I feel like also with just building your personality as well as a musician, I feel like that's also pretty easy to do in this age as well. And I feel like a lot of people are taking advantage to it to a point where it's getting like a bit oversaturated. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, with social media, you're able to present yourself in any way you choose. And, you know, sometimes you focus on the personality a lot more than the music. An example could be Takashi. Or, you know, other artists. Vic Mensa's popping out as one of those names, just to name people in the hip-hop realm. Um, so, like, it would be fairly easy to do it as well. And it's also important to remember, like, the music, too. Because that's what really yeah. builds the the story, if you know what I'm saying. You know, I know exactly what you're saying. It definitely feels about. like... It de- like, there's... I think we, we talked about this before, but it definitely feels like just a lot of artists now are just like kind of like characters like you're not just listening to their music like I'm you're watching, following like, their life exactly like i'm watching like your snap stories I'm, reality show like whatever you're, you're posting yeah. on instagram it's like yeah okay this is kind of getting like at a certain point it's kind of getting goofy at least for me it kind of gets like it's tiring because you want to hear some stuff yeah exactly what they got. it's like you can only go so far <laughs> yeah. substance like it's like right, at a certain right. point it's i just <laughs> The illusion gets broken. Then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. now you're just being dumb. Like, yeah, like it, it was funny at some point. And it's like, yeah, I like it when you like, you're not taking yourself too seriously. Like sometimes, like it, that's a good for an artist. But when you take it, when you get so goofy that it's like it's actually starting to hurt you. That's that's when it's like you gotta back away. Right, like, you gotta right. stop. Kind of. What? Yeah. Because I'm gonna still buy it. <laughs> he mentions Claro and. Uh, Claro is totally manufactured. Oh, Chicago's good. For throwing that in there. Yummy. Um, she's completely manufactured, and I have, some, I have some, I have a story I need to tell off air later. Okay. But, um, tell it on air. Why not? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. It's, it's, it's risque, isn't it? It's a crazy violence, isn't yeah. it? You, you killed a man, didn't you? No, 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 because it's like about Claro. Wait, what kind of what kind of deep um, dish pizza did you buy? It was Claro, <laughs> the artist. Nice. Oh, that's right! I love Claro! It was a personal pan deep dish pizza. You threw a personal pizza at Claro? No, that is oh not my the God. story, but I wish it was. I wish it was the story. <laughs> Go ahead, mate. Keep going, keep going. Oh my God, okay. So, like, you can fake authenticity because authenticity has an aesthetic now, which is, if you are on, like, Instagram, you run your own social media, like, but you don't do anything else. You kind of just show up to things. Hmm. Run your own authenticity. She's a new... She's a digital... I'm sorry? She's the digital pop star of her age. Uh, you name this the pop star age? She's... She's the digital pop star of our age. Oh, okay. 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 Hmm. Digital pop star. Claro, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like I'm so out of the loop now. I never heard of Claro. She's like that's all right. She's like the poster child for just like kids in like from suburbia, like in their bedrooms making music. Honestly, yeah. it's like that. Uh, like she's like yeah, yeah. Where I feel like she, though, she definitely has some connections. Like she blew up mad quick. Okay. <laughs> well, shouts yeah. out to Claro. You know what her, I'm saying? Her dad owns something. And, uh, Wait, but, really? you know, okay, that okay, okay. Like okay. It's in. It's she in got the hookup. Oh, look at her. 
Look at her! I'm also gonna not talk because I can't. I don't know. Look at her! I'm not sure. Did, yo, did she? Wait, Look at her! Still talking. Wow. No, she's not talking. Wait, Sarah, we can't. Okay, also, if we talk over you, no, it's yeah. because we're. All, it's because like. I don't. Wait, we um, should. Um, we only have a limited number of. Oh no, I wasn't and, talking. I wasn't um, yeah, talking. we should. Uh, between four wait, people. I want to ask you. Oh, look at her! Oh my God, she has total connections. Oh the amount of connections she got to the industry is unreal. She got. She got the glasses. She got the turtleneck. So wait, like, wait. is she like a recent trend or something? Is, or kind of she... like high, like high school came, age, like came up on kids like who are just making music, oh. and like she's been blowing up on like Spotify. Oh, oh okay. Go ahead, go ahead, Sarah. Dive into headphones. Go ahead. Oh my God, you were, you were exploding my brain. <laughs> you started yelling. It was so loud. Super dope ass. I mean, can't curse on air. You can't curse you can't, on it. FCC gonna get you. They gonna get you. Ten years they will. That's the rules. It's the way. What were you saying, Sarah? Go, say what you were gonna say for Dallas. Yo, how is being in Chicago changes your music? Beat you up, Dallas. Oh, oh, man. Oh, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, not much has changed me listening to music i just listen to sufjan like a lot more you listen to what sufjan stevens sufjan okay okay gotta check that guy out he's great everybody's yelling at me about chance the rapper i don't i have no interest hey you know what if chance ain't ringing your title if it's not on your radar then it's not on your radar you know I like this guy. <laughs> yeah totally i don't know you i Hi. also don't know you hello sarah i'm javier a distant alien from far, far away. Now nah, let me stop. That was amazing, and I I, can't, I couldn't even hear it. I, I, I can't <laughs> imagine. I'm yeah, that sounded long. incredible. Yeah, yeah man. we I, met I on guess, air. Like, we got like what we have eight minutes. We have nine. We have seven minutes. We got seven minutes. You guys remember that song? Um, four minutes by Justin Timberlake. Oh wait, yo. You only got four minutes to save the world. Yo, man. I had to dance to that in uh, elementary school. I love Justin Timberlake. Man, man. It was, His country album. Oh my god, uh, Man yeah. of the Woods? Yeah. Is that what it was called? I didn't hear it, but Yeah, wait. Is that I didn't hear that too. I just heard it was funny. I just heard it was it kind of I heard funny. I heard it flop, but yeah, it you know, well. that was just the one opinion that I heard. Uh, I'll Uh, can I? Oh, it's all yours. Here's the headphones. Oh yay! Hi guys, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna peace out now. I can hear you now. I'll see you guys tomorrow. I can hear you now. This I'll see you guys tomorrow in real life. Oh my god! I guess you meet her in real life. This you will. Is She's gonna meet the editor. The press meeting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Twelve o'clock. One. Twelve o'clock. Three oh seven K. Yeah. 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 We should. Uh, oh wait. Through. Is this where we like we uh shout out just like check out? Yeah. Oh, yo, what's good? This has been uh, Dalvin, the managing editor. Uh, Dalvin, yeah, the go check out our articles, sppress.com, Stony Brook Press on like, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud. It's all there. You can listen to this episode and all our older episodes on SoundCloud at Stony Brook Press. Okay, okay. Also, follow me on Twitter at Dalvin and Hobbs if you just want to keep up with me. This is Lewis Maroney and the satire editor here at the press. And you can follow me on Twitter at J underscore Maroney. Um, and on Instagram at the Lou Yorker, T H E L E W Y O R K E R. Oh yeah. Baba Booey. Okay, okay. Well, this has been Hive. You know, I don't really have much to promote. I'm just a working man here on this campus. You know, 
here handle my business. Thank you for listening. Thank you for allowing me to get this platform. No problem, man. Good to have you on, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate and I'm it. Connor. Always welcome. I, um, I'm... I really don't have anything to plug here. Uh, I'm just I'm. You follow me on Instagram, Rooney Tunes, uh, Rooney uh, TNS. Follow me on Twitter too. It's My Twitter is filled with hot takes, and I had one last night that I forgot because I fell asleep, and I'm kind of mad about it. God damn. Um, I spent about 20 minutes trying to figure that out today, but uh, um, so yeah, press tomorrow 307k in the sack if you're on campus. I, yeah, just come through. I, yeah, really. I'm Sarah. And Sarah. Obviously. Everybody's saying my name because I keep interrupting and we keep interrupting each other. Um, I will be in New York tomorrow back home. Please follow me at Twumble on everything. Everything. Yeah. (laughs) I hear everybody plugging in their social medias. I could do that as well. Uh, My Snapchat, Kepler's Field 44. If there's an underscore between Field and 44, I forgot at the moment. But if one doesn't work, try the other. <laughs> I'll see y'all guys. Bye. See you later. Peace. So should we? We have a few minutes left. Should we have time for Lewis's take? No, we're not doing. No, no are we just are we, spe- are we just speaking random thoughts? Now? We can, at this point we have three minutes left. We, could we got three minutes. We can do anything. We got okay, okay. This, um, is, this is where it gets weird. Yeah. Let's let's talk talk about about it. It. This is where it gets weird. Um, have you guys heard uh, Lil Wayne's Carter Five? I have actually, and I, you know what? Okay. It's not bad, but it's held down by a few lackluster moments. I mean, it's like you have to also take it's ninety. It's not like the time though. Like it's, that's old. That's that's like, my, that's my, that's my, like, that's my like, problem though. It shouldn't long. be ninety minutes. It should have been way shorter. Mm, yeah, yeah I think he could have cut a half hour out of that thing. In my opinion, I, mean, I, I don't think know. Man. I think yeah. seventy minutes max. I think that's an attention span thing though. Like, yeah. No, I just like you're used to short. No, I like long out. I just don't think he. I don't think Wayne is, oh, at this I've, point is the guy who can do nine minutes. I thought it was a really good album. I'm feeling a light seven. I mean, you know, what? he's this is the biggest album he's done, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. But like, honestly, I bought with so many of those songs. Boy, like, the song, like, oh, there's a lot of great moments on it. There's a lot of great moments. Oh, absolutely, you know, there's more hits than misses. I feel like that makes it a pretty good album. Oh, know? I agree. I'm not saying it's bad. I just think he could have trimmed down a little bit. But I think it's overall really good. Yeah, man. What songs y'all mess with it? Uh, after the album. I was Kendrick was amazing. That, that one, Kendrick is. Yeah, was that Mona Lisa? Yeah, yeah like, I couldn't stop. Car. I had that shit on repeat. Uh, man, that was a good one. I feel you. Oh, did you hear Kendrick's new song? Oh, Kendrick's new song. Kendrick Wait, was that? I know we had a song. Or he was oh. featured on something. Was he featured on that? Or was that his song? Anderson Pack. You're thinking oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was. That was a good song. It, that was pretty good. My God, are you was... excited for uh, his new album? I believe it's called Knoxford. I am. I'm always excited for Anderson Pack. Always excited for Anderson Pack, baby. I just got the Malibu on vinyl the other day. Really? Man, man, it came with a cool poster, hung it up above my TV. That album art looks so cool. Yes, it's so amazing. Oh, Let It Fly was a good song with Travis Scott. Let It Fly. That one, that's like, that's like, that's a really good one. Dark Side of the Moon with Nicki Minaj is pretty good. Oh my God, that was a really good song, but you know, it's funny, I heard uh, mixed opinions on it. Really? Yeah, I guess they don't really rock with Wayne on uh, certain vibes, Mm. they being, you know, certain people, certain peoples in my groups, you know? But overall, that is a very good track too. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I feel what that. else? What else? Demons. Oh my God, I love. Ooh, Demons, Demons is good. Oh man, you know the way he like phrases it, like demons on demand, demon out the man. You know, just yeah. overall kind of like he's rhyming phrases. You know, it's oh. pretty cool. It's amazing. It just proves to the artist that he is. You know, did y'all hear uh, Logic's Young Sinatra Four? Yeah, I, you know what? I listened to that. Honestly, I, I kind of fell by the wayside for me. I didn't. Yeah. Really? Yeah, really? No, it's like. 
I liked it. I don't have to get I liked it. I've heard yeah, it's like same, one of those actually. albums that makes you like Logic again. Which hmm. I mean, it's like, I don't know, where it's like makes Well, you I've always kind of had seriously. a soft spot for Logic. I will be kind of, I don't, I don't think he's amazing, but I've, I definitely have like an appreciation for his music. So, which song, particularly which song is like under pressure, right? I feel like he is getting okay. really internal and like honest. He's definitely a very personal rapper. And I think, I can, I get why people have an aversion to him. I understand it. I don't know. I've always found a certain like charm and certain like a, a sort of appeal to like his his on his just kind. Of, I mean, for lack of a better word, it's the kind of like openness and honesty he kind of presents with his music. It feels very raw in a sense. His lyricism, as simple as it can be, sometimes I think he presents it in a way that he. I think in to him, I think he thinks it's maybe better than it is. But I mean, that being said, I don't know. I mean, that's just, that's just a theory. I'm not even saying I, I just I think that. But I think with No Chapter Five, I think he definitely is kind of coming to himself. I think, I can say what you mean with the take of like, oh, it makes you like Logic again, because I think it is definitely one of his better albums in a while, in like, over the past couple of months he's done, which is one, I like those too, I mean, but like, I think with this he kind of really, um, is, I think he's really feeling himself with this one, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, I can tell you right now, I was a pretty big fan mm. of Logic, but it kind of fell for me after everybody, yeah, I can and see then it came with Bobby Tarantino. Bobby Tarantino was good, you know, Tarantino, Tarantino too was alright, um, but you know, I wasn't checking out for him as much but Young Sinatra 4 definitely was a really good project. I do appreciate it. It follows up all the uh, Young Sinatra projects pretty well. Mm-hmm. So we have to um, go to, we democracy, have to, now. We go to democracy now. But democracy we'll now. be back in two check weeks. Check out our website, sppress.com. Yeah. yeah, check it's it out. sppress.com. Yeah, yeah, come right for the satire kind of section. We need more writers mm-hmm. for that. Because there's it's only me right and just two people right now. Just me and my co-editor. So what the hell? Yeah, so you can write for that. Come to the... Write for the magazine in general, really. We just want more content. All yeah, welcome, just just come to the meeting tomorrow, three or seven k in the sack, twelve p.m. Uh, or you can stop by at seven p.m. Uh, but uh, either one that you can make. So that's all the time we have. Take yes. care, people. Enjoy your life.